Get ready, guys. Yes, I see it. It is Thursday. We are live, right? It is Thursday, April 9th. Thank you, Army Ann. <laughs> 2020. Get ready. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. So, what's up guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It is Thursday, April 9th, 2020. Get ready for a show. A real show. Oh yeah. <laughs> I am... I was a little distracted. That's why I missed the beat. The And say, hey guys. But that's because I was on DLive. You know, DLive is so cool. DLive.tv slash Jesse Lee Peterson for Jesse Lee Peterson's show, right? And DLive.tv slash The Hake Report for my show. And other people's shows are on there too. It's fun. And when you're a host of a, of a, of a channel and somebody else is playing and you're not playing, you're not streaming, you can host their channel. So I went on Jesse's channel because I run his channel generally, right? And I, um, I started hosting the Hake Report. But I was trying to do two things at once, and so I missed the beat. Sorry, guys. But, um, it's cool. You guys can call in 888-775-3773. What's up, hot computer smell? And I'm getting square, square, square. And so I don't see whatever... Whatever characters that you send, hot computer smell. But thank you. Appreciate the support. And um, I'm on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, Mixer, Twitch, DLive, all those things. It's a little emoji of a good-haired man, <laughs> says Nick. Thank you, Nick. Thank you for the translation. So, um, you know, I have a lot that I want to actually get to. Um, first, let me get to this this stuff going on with this coronavirus thing. As I've been reporting on, dr from courtesy of Drudge mostly, for it seems like months now, it is like this serious thing, right? People were accusing me of showing fear. Some people were accusing me of that. But I wasn't showing fear. But a lot of people are careless anyways, including me, honestly. Like, I get sick so so much compared to the rest of the office. It's so bad. But, um, whatever. We got issues, right? We got to get over them. I am eating he more healthfully now, taking walks, getting a little bit of sunshine when, it's, when the sun's out. And so that's cool, right? But... Drudge reports the virus slams black Americans, right? And we've heard about this the past few days in the news. Some of you may have been hearing about it for a while. But Democrat lawmakers are suddenly all over it because they see a get white man angle. Racism. And AP so-called fake news. 
I read about this at the top of, no, at the end of the second hour of Jesse Lee Peterson's show in Hake News, the Hake News segment. And the CEO and, of, and president of the NAACP, the National Association Against Black People, as Jesse Lee Peterson calls it, Derek Johnson, saying the coronavirus is devastating our communities. We don't hear about him complaining about the ghettos, the um, out-of-wedlock births and all that stuff. That's Uncle Tom's stuff to talk about. That. That's real stuff. That's stuff that makes you susceptible to catching more illnesses because you have an unclean life. Immorality kind of leads people to getting sick oftentimes, right? That's why um, even in the Bible, when God laid out his commands to the Israelites, he's like, then it will go well with you. Because these are like good advice, generally. It's like good, it's for your own sake, most of the, a lot of these rules that God laid out for the people. And by the way, do you ever feel weird saying God or talking about God? I'm just curious. I'm just putting out that question. It's a totally side topic. But um, there are people that I hear, whom I hear, who talk about God and stuff like that, and it sounds totally natural. And then there's other people who sound totally either like they're regurgitating, they have, that, they have this preacher persona that they've put on through training or something, and they have this fake happiness about them, and then they, or they just preachy and just phony or just they they've you can tell they kind of feel weird mentioning God <laughs> so I'm just wondering I'm just putting that question out there as a side note <laughs> the way that blacks talks too. just speaking of blacks when they bring up God it's like all right <laughs> You're like oh that's nice they're Christians but then you look at what they believe and that they what they support and it's like Okay, no, that's not Christian. But anyways, um, this Courtney Cogburn, whom I quoted during Hake News, the rate at which black people are dying compared to whites is really just astounding. When you see that's, okay, they're, they're twice their share of the population is dying, according to, like, the studies, supposedly, right? And like Jesse said, we can't really trust these liberal studies. Not just the facts that they lay out, but all of even worse than the facts that they lay out is the analysis. AP News calls it a history of systemic racism and inequity, access to health care, and economic opportunity. These are all buzzwords that just make my mind just shut off because I just know that they're, they're, it's couched in language that's not based in reality. It's based in academia and and when I, when I say academia, I really mean communism, socialism. I guess academia didn't start out being this way, this phony way. This is, this is the same type of language that's like the robot Christian stuff that I was just talking about with how a lot of preachers sound all the same with this phony, nice persona and these buzzwords. That's how these people are sounding. AP, Associated Press. Not journalists. I mean, they are journalists, but they are um, activists, leftists, brainwashed, and pushing out brainwashing. Brainwashed brainwashers. 
deceived deceivers, right? So I just wanted to share that. I, you get the gist of my point about this thing. And then they're also pushing out half a billion more people face poverty. These are all the angles that the, the liberals, if you will, or the um, mama spirit people <laughs> are um, pushing out. They're pushing out their activism, their angles, angles to, angles to you exploit a crisis to push their goals. You know, you heard in the, the Jesse Lee Peterson show a quote, a, a clip of Dr. Tedros, and I don't know how to pronounce his middle or last name. I butchered it in the um, Hake News segment, I think in the first end of the first hour. This guy, um, Dr. Tedros, who's a black socialist, communist, I think he's Kenyan or something, corrupt head of the, U- the UN's United Nations far-left nasty outlet, I mean, nasty organization, um, WHO, World So-Called Health Organization. This guy is all to Trump. Don't politicize this unless you want more bodies. These people are politicizing it. Everything, Jesse Lee Peterson makes this point, and I'm stealing it because it's true. Everything that these guys are about is, is politics. It's, they don't believe in God. You know, speaking of sounding weird, feeling weird, right? They don't believe in, in uh, real truth, or else they would be supporting Trump rather than trying to nitpick everything that he says. I'm going to get to more about nitpicking Trump. CNN is ridiculous. But um, they don't believe in what's right. They don't, they just have this brainwashing of whites are the bad, men are bad, Christians are bad, and all the others are victims and we need to, you know, help them out or whatever. Fake help. And so that's what this says. More from AP so-called news. Around half a billion people could be pushed into poverty as a result of the economic fallout from the coronavirus pandemic. Unless richer countries take urgent action to help developing nations, a leading aid organization warned Thursday. And leading aid organizations, you know, I've covered this before, are basically, I'm, I'm just going to call it communist for short. They're wolves in sheep's clothing. You know, when I say I've covered this before, I'm talking about... Um, human rights organizations, for example. Human rights, you know, that's a buzzword. When I hear human rights, I'm thinking communism. When I hear civil rights, I'm thinking communism. (laughs) And so it's just like it's a pretense. It's all a pretense. So this company is called Oxfam, this organization. Globalist socialism, right? Oxfam. I've heard this name before, and I just automatically associate it with Trash, like UN, um, WHO, World Health Organization, and all these outlets. Um, And there's organizations within the United States that support mess like this. So um, Oxfam, according to Wikipedia, which is always reliable, right? I'm kidding. Oxfam is a confederation of 19 independent charitable organizations focused on the alleviation of global poverty. Ah. We've heard about the war on poverty. Somebody said the war, the longest war is the war on poverty. 
Ridiculous. Founded in 1942 in Oxford, England. Focused on poverty eradication, disaster relief, advocacy, policy research, pro-migration. Huh, interesting. I do not have any sort of positive impression of Oxfam. So those are just examples of them pushing their agenda through so-called news. It's interesting. Exploitative. Oh, you know what? Let me open up my uh, one thing that I forgot to open up on my stuff. Kid Combo gave a diamond. You the man, Hake, with the OK sign or white power <laughs> sign. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, Polly J gave a diamond. Thank you, man. That's racist. Said most preachers have fake happiness slash canned answers. True. Very true. Paramedics said, I was thinking that yesterday. Hate God. About God. I think you're talking about. Yeah. I was thinking that yesterday, too. So I noted to mention it. Will there be mandatory vaccines when back to work? Asks Army Ann. Very good question. And this Dr. Fauci guy whom I, from the start, did not trust. Just looking at him. (laughs) And knowing that he's from the government. Looking at him, he looks like uh, a little bit of a weasel. And seeing like stuff that he's that he's um, written to um, Hillary Clinton or Hillary Clinton's people back in 2012, 2013 or so, according to WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks leaked out um, Hillary's emails or DNC emails or something, maybe both. And this Dr. Fauci guy, he's been in the government since like most before most many of you were born, maybe. I would say early to mid-90s, maybe. Maybe late 90s. Maybe since then, maybe early 2000s. But he's been in for for a while. He met and married his wife, seemingly, who's also in the so-called National Health Service or whatever it is here in America. And um, he was just speaking so glowingly of Hillary Clinton, including, including... One of her worst performances, which the, you know, the so-called powers that be thought was her best, one of her best performances, when she's all, what difference at this point does it make? Whether he was blah, 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 or blah, 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 referring to the Benghazi attack, right? The Benghazi attack when, um, when four Americans died, including that gay, um, I think he was gay, ambassador, uh, only reason I'm mentioning that is because I'm quite positive that he was. Um, Stevens, whatever his name was. Um, Benghazi, Libya, under the Obama administration. 9-11, 2012. September 11th, 2012. The Benghazi attack. She had a appearance in, a, I guess, January following that. January 2013 or so. And he's, he gave her a glowing review <laughs> In an email. Oh, I think she's wonderful. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, that's Fauci. Um, so, where was I? <laughs> oh, man. But, oh, yeah, Fauci was pushing for the, uh, that ridiculous vaccines. I'm, 
you know, I very, very much sympathize with the anti-vaxxers. I'm not a parent. I'm not a father. Yet, we shall see, right? But there's a lot of mothers who are activists against the vaccines, and I'm not into... I'm leery sometimes of mother activists, women activists in general. I just am. You see different things about them. They seem either overpassionate, it's a turnoff, it's, it's, um, they just, there's something that goes too far often. For example, they, the female activists in the so-called pro-life movement, I say so-called, but it's the pro-life movement against abortion. They, they wanted anybody but Trump. So they were blind. I have a joke about never Trumpers that I'm going to tell tomorrow on Good Friday. Today's Thursday. Good Friday being when um, the commemoration of Jesus dying on the cross for our sins, right? But these people were, you know, female activists. But I do have a sympathy for or have um, a pro-freedom streak, right? For parents who don't want to vaccinate their children. They just don't trust these vaccines. The commies, communists are always, you know, the liberal media is pushing vaccination, get vaccinated. That makes me leery of vaccinations. (laughs) I'm not saying that they're all bad. I'm not going the opposite extreme. Oh, everything they say is a lie because some of this stuff that they say may be factual and useful and you use it and then spit out most of what they say. You keep maybe 1% of what they say. But um, yeah, I am leery. Thank you, Army Ann, for raising the concern. Um, it's kind of like what Joel was asking Jesse. What do we do? Because we're, the government's telling us these things, and how do we, what are we supposed to do? Like, disobey them, the government? It's a good question. You have to, um, you have to be wise. And I don't know the answer, but you have to deal with it in this situation. Um, let me just cover... Speaking of Jesse Lee Peterson, you last week, Friday, The Fallen State came out. Every Friday, there's a f- new Fallen State episode, generally. The Fallen State being The Fallen State with Jesse Lee Peterson. It started in 2016, roughly. They interviewed, um, they under- interviewed Black Lives Matter. It was a classic episode. One guy came across the, the Black Lives Matter episode and has been listening ever since, and he forgave and all kinds of cool things. But um, Jesse Lee Peterson interviewed this man named Tito Ortiz. Tito Ortiz. And I think his real name is Jacob, according to him. It was kind of hard to understand because he kind of brought it in out of left field, but I think that is what his real name is, Jacob. And he said, Jacob wrestled with God. (laughs) Um, He's a fighter, a professional fighter. MMA, mixed martial arts, UFC fighter, right? <laughs> Very showboaty back in the day, at least, anyways. He's to this day, he's f- still fighting. 40, what? 40, is he 45? Something along those lines. Years old. Had slipped discs and all kinds of fused discs or fused, you know, things in his spinal, um, in his spine. A spine is the bone parts, right? I think he's had things fused together. They call them T2, T1, T blah, blah, blah. Um, 
and he's had like a detached retina put back together, and yeah, he's still out there fighting, and he was a champion for a while. But my review of him in this interview, he was, I had never really watched him before. He was nice, respectful, and open. But, and I like those things, but the thing that I didn't like was that he appeared, which, you know, you got to cut him some slack. Everybody has their situation, their issue, right? He appeared to be so-called, what you call, love-struck. <laughs> because he had his girlfriend, was she a fiancé? Did you watch the interview yeah. live? Yeah, I think you it was there, just right? his girlfriend. I don't think they were engaged or anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he appeared, he had this, like, like this smile on his face that was, he almost couldn't get rid of type of love-struck thing. Love struck being where he thinks he's in love, and so he feels on top of the world because of that. And he even just came out and said it. And Jesse asked him if she left, would you lose your happiness? And he's like, yeah, of course. And um, so he's very honest about his situation, but Jesse's like, do you, are you sure you want to <laughs> let, let her know that? And I don't want to give too much away if you haven't seen it already, but which I don't know what you're doing because tomorrow is another episode. You better catch up. <laughs> but anyways, it was um, I've never seen Joel like that, and he had his boo boo. He never acted like that. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> uh, did you notice that he was, that he seemed like yeah, struck? I think just a little mis misguided you know, on the dynamic of the the uh, a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, but I think um he was very he was really honest about, you know, what I liked about him is he was very honest about it, yeah. even if it was, <laughs> you know, crazy. <laughs> but he was you could tell he was being as honest as he could be. Yeah. Meaning like he was just being the best he could be and that's just you could tell that that genuinely that's all he knows how to do is be that way. Right. So you can't you almost can't like hate him for it like you said you know you almost can't hate him for it but you see at the same time like uh you get it's a little cringy <laughs> and in the comment section they're like how come jesse didn't yell beta at him that's like borderline <laughs> simp territory and i was like you know the spirit moves in different ways so look at for one look at him would you would you yell beta at him when <laughs> for one and i don't know if if their intimidation was a factor, I doubt it. But the other thing is, like, he's being, like you said, open, nice, respectful, and you just appreciate that about him. And he's not joking around about it. And so maybe this, maybe it's not the right time to say it. The spirit, like I said, the spirit leads in different directions mm -hmm. in the same lookalike situation. So you intellectuals that happen to know that this is beta behavior, it doesn't mean that you're supposed to shout beta at him. <laughs> right. Because Jesse did warn him, hey, don't, do, don't say this in front of your, or I wouldn't be saying this in front of my girlfriend if I were you, because she will hold it against you. And he said, if they're vindictive and evil, they would, but this one is not. <laughs> Little does he know that um, you never know what can come out of a person, a woman. So, um, but... 
I loved his, he became a man when he talked about Trump. Or he became, you know, he, it was just real. He was real with that, too. He was just really um, misguided with the relationships thing, which, you know, he had the crazy family background, too. And there's this interesting story about his ex. I guess she was a girlfriend, but baby's mother, twin baby's mother, twin son's mother, right? With Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson? She's, wow, crazy stories. Check it out if you haven't. But I loved what he said about Trump when he went on The Celebrity Apprentice. He took full advantage of being around Trump, asking him every question, testing him to see if he's genuine and what kind of character he has, and also just asking how did you become a billionaire three times. I don't know what he meant by three times. But that was cool. It was nice. So check it out. I have links to it that I'll post in the Hake Report blog. Um, I'm going to get to some of the, these Trump fact checkers. Just show them real quick. Just to preview the, um, the one outside of the, outside of the folder. It's in the main folder out of those two pics. It's the one with like five CNN people. <laughs> these are the, these are the, these are what President Trump is up against. They're fact checkers. If you're not watching the video and you're like listening on audio podcast or you're listening on TalkStream Live or JLPTalk.com Live or if you're listening on the audio podcast of which you can, you're looking at five what I, I kind of hate to say it because I don't want to be mean, but they're five sort of goofy looking characters. But these are the headshots shared by glamour shots. Shared by CNN. When you look at, there's five authors of this fact check article about President Trump. And I look at their fact check section, and it's filled with mostly Trump. But look at these people. All millennials and Zoomers. The only one who looks like a normal grown adult, well, two of them. Well, I don't know. I don't want to be mean. But anyways, like, the woman is the only one who looks, was the main one who looks somewhat mature. But you know that women may look mature, but they're kind of liberal. <laughs> but anyways, I just wanted to show that just, they're mostly white-seeming looking, right? Nick says the second guy looks like Bubbles. I don't know who that is, but yeah, he does look interesting. Anyways, I'll talk more about that. But let me get to Louie out of Idaho. Louie, it's good to hear from you. How are you doing? Louie, hey, what's up, man? Hey, not much. How about you? You know, uh, when I just want to let you know about the vaccine, you know? Yeah. When I mentioned my doctor asked me, do you want a vaccine? I said, no. He just says, all right. And that's it. That's it. Who, who I'm is this? I worked, I worked in healthcare for my entire life, pretty much. Okay. I, I had to get it, you know? Right. They force you. Came, they force people it, oh, to have sorry, flu Say that again? When it comes to uh, measles, mumps, and rubella for yeah. my kids, I gave them half a dose at a time. My doctor was like, okay. Oh, okay. Because the whole, the whole autism thing. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but uh, I just, I know what I know, you know? Right. 
Interesting. That's a, that's an interesting point. So that you feel that a half dose would, well, just a half dose at a time. Just get a half dose twice. Oh, okay. For your kids. Yeah, so it doesn't overwhelm their system. Maybe yeah. less. Maybe lowers their risk of catching autism. If autism yeah, my, is caused my, uh, by these my things. nephew is autistic, you know, so and that, and he and and my my sister believes that's why. Yeah, a lot of people believe that that there's a there's a causal relationship between mm-hmm. vaccines and autism. I don't know. Yeah, it may be. It may may not be. There's a guy who called my show really upset, yeah. saying I was lying when I said um, when I said why is there so much autism? I don't know because I was leery of these vaccines. And I, I really don't know. And, you know, there are studies, but there's a you lot of... You know what, and me either. And I said, you know what, why take a chance? Why yeah. not do half at a time? It's the same cost. There's nothing about it. It's just, all right, look. And the doctors are good about it. Because, yeah. Because they know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. Because, you know, these people exploit your lack of expertise. And they mm-hmm. exploit the unknown. And just, you know, they basically bully you into doing, and I hate that word, bully, but they yeah. try to intimidate you into doing what they want you to do. And when in doubt, like, you know, I feel that it should be when, in, when you're not sure what to do, don't. Just do what you want. Yeah, I mean, stay out of jail because, you know, these, yeah. we have an, an increasingly oppressive society where they can mm-hmm. throw you in jail for not paying rent on your own home to the government, right? James, they could do anything they want. Cops could do yeah. anything they want to you. Yeah, and it's that not just cops. That's another topic. Yeah. Louis, yeah. thanks for the input, man. Take care. Good to hear from you. All right, take care, bye. All right. You know, um, by the way, yesterday, we came out with a, a bond... Sunday service. Check out Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel on YouTube. It is an excellent channel. And um, yesterday we put out a 2009 episode from January. No, no, not January. July 12th, 2009. And you know what? That was two weeks and a few days after Michael Jackson's death. Remember when Michael Jackson died? It was something like June 25th, 2009. It was a shock. And it was a shock to people, right? Because he was this star and he was in his 50s and he was getting ready to do a, a This Is It tour or some type of tour, right? So, um, so he basically OD'd or his doctor OD'd him or whatever and he died. And before his death, there were all these jokes about him. Oh, he doesn't want to be white, uh, blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, people say that he, you know, um, there's all kinds of crazy accusations that I don't even like to repeat. Because there is an attack on men, including, whoa, including, um, like, strange men, too. See you, Kathy. Thank you. Um... Including what you might call evil men, Joe Biden. There's attacks on on men through Joe Biden, through um, this guy, this Hollywood guy, Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, a Hollywood mogul. There's attacks on men through Jeffrey Epstein. And 
you're going to attack these guys on a lot of things. But there's attacks on them based on speculation that is not right. You should not speculate, right? Well, there was a lot of speculation about Michael Jackson. About uh, There was a lot of accusations regarding him and children. And it's to me, it's so disgusting. I don't like participating in that stuff. Sometimes people make funny jokes, and they are funny. But it's a shame that his name, if it's not true, let's say, if that his name is associated with these nasty jokes about grown men and children. When most of the time when you actually hear about actual stuff, it's grown women and children, <laughs> underage people. That's a side note. And actually, by the way, just another side note regarding this discrepancy. Most guys lose their virginity to older girls and or women. It's a fact. Just a side note. Um, but there was all these basically attacks or underhanded attacks or dismissiveness or laughing at Michael Jackson. And then after he died, Jesse noticed they're trying to make him bigger than Elvis. You know how Elvis was the king of rock? And um, Elvis Presley, who, who died in 77 or so. Allegedly, right? And Michael Jackson died in 09. Now they're... Well, he was the king of pop, right? We, we knew of him to be the king of pop. Before he died even, right? But they tried to make him bigger than Elvis. And I, I don't know if he was or wasn't. But... They tried to, he, Jer, Jesse Lee Peterson, in this Sunday service from 2009, he references these black, um, these blacks, exploitative blacks, such as Al Sharpton, a disgusting person. I'm always shocked that anybody takes him seriously and listens to him, but okay, they, they do. MSNBC, he still has a show on MSNBC on Saturdays, I think. But he said he wasn't weird. The things that happened to him were weird. But yes, he was weird, too. And all kind, you know, they're saying that... I actually like hearing Jesse every time somebody famous dies, because they mention, like, Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin is in heaven. Meanwhile, she spent her whole life in, like, a hell and putting her, maybe putting her kids through hell. What a mess. <laughs> and so he, um, so from that, from all this false worship and not telling the truth and not um, showing people this is how not to live and not to hate on him, not to hate on Michael Jackson, but to tell the truth about him, which is actually paying honor to his life. Because your life can be served as a warning not to, what not to do. But um, how to recognize evil and how to recognize good. This is so interesting. Um, by the way, I'm catching up on Sunday service podcasts. I'm the one who uploads them. And I'm a little bit behind. So I'm trying working on that, alright? There is a Bond Sunday service um, playlist on YouTube. And we upload them, good and evil, Sunday service. And we also upload them to audio podcast. It's mixed in with the Church with Jesse Lee Peterson podcast. So look for that. Look for those guys. They're cool. Um, 
Yeah. So uh, going back to this um, vaccine thing, Blessed in Praying says, I'll do respect, Hake. Once you research vaccines, you won't even be for them, not even 1%. Oh, and Blessed in Praying also says, you're being mean about these CNN people. Show them one more time, Joel. These CNN guys. <laughs> and Beard the Butcher uh, gave a diamond on DLive and said, they nerds, these CNN fact checkers, right? I think that that's what Blessed in Praying on, on Periscope is saying. You're being mean. Academia indoctrinated them. Yeah, true. But hey... Whether I mean or not, it's I'm just trying to tell the truth. They look odd. They just do. And they're wrong. And maybe she's talking about something else, but I can't imagine that she's talking about blacks. Because um, blacks are not... The, the best blacks are not in academia. So... Um, yeah, I don't know what to say about this, these vaccines. I don't trust them, but I don't trust the people who are, are fully... There's a lot of conspiracy... There's a lot of speculation, let's say. Speculation. I'll avoid saying conspiracy theory, even though I just said it. Because I just... I like the word speculation better because... Um, that's what it is. By the way, alternative facts are real. You know, with these CNN people, they're a sight for sore eyes. Alternative facts was a term that was used by, speaking of um, politically active females, that woman who's been with the Trump campaign and the Trump administration forever, Kellyanne Conway. She used the term alternative facts early on in the presidency or maybe even right before the presidency. Because people have their facts, but there's alternative facts that give a broader picture. And that term was seemingly universally mocked by the liberals and the intellectuals, but it's a real thing. Alternative facts. Because facts are not truth. Facts can be used to mislead. Case in point, these, these disproportionate black um, deaths, allegedly, right, reportedly, right, from the COVID-19 thing. They use that and they say, oh, see, it's racism. They're misusing a fact to lie. But alternative facts tell you the bigger picture or the more real, more real, more relevant facts. That's what alternative facts really are. By the way, just a side note. Um, by the way, another curious thing for me. You know, I interviewed this guy, Vosh. I was thinking back yesterday. I got a, an angry call from a, f a friend of the show and a friend of ours. David from Kentucky, upset that I had, that I'm always showing these homosexuals. I'm like, what am I, what is he talking about? Because I don't, I'm not, I do mention homosexuals because homosexuality is wrong and yet it's being pushed as right. And there's this, there's this, they're all constantly putting black homosexuals, black transgenders and, and CNN has two brazen shameless homosexuals in their whatever and so I'm like thinking back I feel like I probably did have another homosexual besides the one that I had on mm, the other day two days ago Chadwick Moore who believes that gays should be in the closet but he's not in the closet but he came out when he was liberal so I don't know what he's thinking it's his life right but 
um, I was thinking back. Oh yeah, I had Vosh. It is weird though because Vosh is living with a female, a woman. But he claimed to be gay. He actually claimed to be pansexual, and pansexual is what that disgusting female Miley Cyrus, the singer, good voice, but evil, nasty, misguided, poorly raised child. I say child, she's a grown adult, but, well, she's an adult. I don't know if she's grown, but Miley Cyrus claimed to be pansexual. That means you'll have sex with anything that you're attracted to, anyone that you're attracted to. Presumably human beings, but gross, right? I had Vosh on the show, but he was what he called a Bernie bro. I wonder what Vosh is going to do now that uh, Bernie is out. Bernie Sanders, is he going to vote for Trump? Or is he going to vote third party? Does he live in a place where it matters? I think he's up in Washington area, right? Washington State, Pacific Northwest. Or what about Michael Tracy? Michael Tracy is a liberal journalist whom I actually respect as trying to be honest. Generally, his, you know, his outlook is skewed at times. He overreacts to the things Trump does, as do a lot of people, including a lot in the alt-right, to the things that Trump does. And some stuff Trump does is questionable at times. But Michael Tracy was a Bernie Sanders supporter or a Tulsi Gabbard supporter. You know, some of these people that are um, not just political chameleons or whatever. Political chameleons being a Clinton type. He just acts like however, whatever is politically expedient to stay in power. Um, Joe Biden. I, I saw the Wall Street Journal which is a rhino outlet. They did that hit piece on PewDiePie. I try to mention that whenever I can. They did a hit piece on PewDiePie, Wall Street Journal. Supposedly conservative outlet, right? Rhino outlet. Talking about PewDiePie making a joke about Hitler and suddenly he's a white supremacist or something dumb. And they undermined him as much as they could. Got Broke his deals with Disney allegedly. Not that Disney's that good of an organization. I don't know if they're good at all. And broke some of his deals with YouTube. But Wall Street Journal seemingly promoted Andrew Cuomo. Another disgusting person. But he's more palatable to these... To these... um, These mainstream betrayers of America. The rhinos, the mainstream sort of Democrats. I don't know if they're Democrats or even mainstream anymore, really. But the Joe Biden type of Democrats, but they don't want Joe Biden because he's clearly, he's clearly odd. And he's always been odd. And he seems to be more odd than ever. Like, like old man over the hill odd. I don't know. But this Andrew Cuomo guy who was governor of New York, I guess they have this pipe dream of ushering in some other Democrat to go up against Trump because Wall Street Journal, I believe, are Trump haters. So, 
Just wanted to share that with you. Um, let me show you guys a little bit more. I'm bored of these CNN fact checkers. Let me just skip this fact checkers thing. You guys get the point. Look at them. And then look at Trump. And then the, oh, you know what? Let me just show them. Let me just show these fact checkers a little bit more because it's not just about their physical appearance. Uh, Let me just show you. I have a ton of screenshots and Joel's going to do his best. All right. Joel, just throw up the screenshots as you, as you can. And I'll just kind of react to them. CNN politics, right? CNN. It's, everybody knows CNN is biased, but let me just show this to you. Facts first. They have this section called Facts First. Fact check. Trump makes false claims about his coronavirus record and voter fraud misleads about the WHO, World Health Organization. And down below you see Daniel Dale, Marshall Cohen, Nathaniel McDermott, Holmes Librand, and Christina Aleski, all from CNN. And those are the names of the people whose faces... I showed in the video of this, um, of this thing. You can show those faces once more. But Daniel Dale, reporter for CNN Washington Bureau, blah, blah, blah. That's Daniel Dale on the, on the, on the far left. They're all far left, right? But, <laughs> but that's Daniel Dale. And you look at his Twitter feed. Uh, you'll see his Twitter feed later, I think. Um, And then the next guy over who looks like Bubbles, according to Nick, is Marshall Cohen, reporter and producer, CNN reporter and producer based in Washington, D.C. Nathan McDermott. There's Marshall Cohen. He covered the Russia investigation and impeachment, Washington, D.C. And they have some of these people have major followers on on um, on Twitter, which is, you know, its own bubble of an outlet. Twitter. Twitter bans normal people they ban true speech so that's marshall cohen um holmes holmes Librand, another reporter um there's holmes and he's like pipes scotch and whatever meaning he likes to drink whiskey and smoke pipes he has a picture of himself holding a, smoking a pipe with a little toy toy breed of a dog he has two followers. <laughs> yeah, this guy has doesn't he says he's bad at Twitter. <laughs> Holmes Librand. Um Christina Aleski. And she shares her Instagram, of course. <laughs> but um she doesn't have that many followers either. But some of these people have like three hundred thousand followers. Dale has seven hundred thirty. Wow. Seven hundred thirty uh, thousand at that is. But I'm looking at these, there's, and look at him. Look at this picture of him. That looks, I don't want to speculate. I guess I will just leave it at that. Just look at him. <laughs> but I mean, he looks like a, he doesn't look like a man, for one, that would, that is fit to criticize Trump. <laughs> right? Daniel Dale. Daniel Dale. So that's Daniel Dale, guys. Punk. <laughs> I, I mean, people can say the same thing about me. 
And they wouldn't be totally wrong. But hey, <laughs> whatever. I don't look quite like that, though. But anyways, I'm starting to do a little bit of push-ups. <laughs> I'm wearing my it's Men's History Month. Because men are history if we don't turn this around. Um, but I'm looking at these facts first section. Fact check. Trump makes false claims, blah, blah, blah. All these fact checks about Trump. Trump, 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 Trump. All kinds of headlines. Should I even bother reading them to you? Fact check. Uh, Trump falsely claimed that he inherited the faulty coronavirus test. It was developed this year. Fact check. Trump disputes HHS um, IG report. Repeats several other false claims on Monday's coronavirus briefing. Oh, by the way, that you know these people, they're, not, they're about facts, but they're not about truth. They mentioned the uh, voter fraud. False claims about voter fraud? How can you say that there's false claims about voter fraud? The point of voter fraud is not to get caught, right? So how are they going to realize that there has been voter fraud? And I understand that the immigration situation in America and the birth rates in America are really bad, so we don't need... They probably don't, won't need voter fraud for too much longer because the brainwashing system is well-established. They create minions, army hordes of um, millennials and Zoomers who will attack honest teachers who tell the truth for, you know, who don't kiss up to the LGBTQIA stuff, to blacks, to women, all that stuff. Anybody who tells the truth is is uh, blacklisted. And then you have dumb, young, punk reporters like these guys, so-called fact-checking Trump, and then a whole, a whole section of the population that falls for that stuff. So you don't need a whole lot of voter fraud, or you're not going to need a whole lot of voter fraud to get this stuff done, to get these, to get people elected who should not ever even be considered for election. AOC, Ilhan Omar, AOC being Alexandria Cortez, the open, brazen socialist of Puerto Rican descent. Um, so, that's that. You know, and they did a little bit of, um, of, like, token fact checks, like Joe Biden's comments on gun control. One, you know, I just wonder if they had a whole section of fact checks on um, President Obama. I'm not going to bother looking because I already know that CNN are liars, right? We just know. And these people are brainwashed and trying to push brainwashing. They fact-checked Amy Klobuchar, too. But it's ridiculous. Fact-check how Trump's economy compares to Obama's. And so they hate Trump. They like to dox people. They, get, they take it too seriously when there's a meme shared about them. This has happened repeatedly. So it's ridiculous. By the way, about this coronavirus thing, you know how Jesse Lee Peterson pointed out, <laughs> and Joel, about blacks not taking this stuff seriously enough? And then I will get to your super chats. Appreciate that. Thank you, guys. And I will get to um, the treasure chest on DLive, okay? DLive.tv slash The Hake Report. But there is not just blacks who are not taking this, um, these health precautions seriously enough. 
It's also Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. I'm going to say it, and kids, do as I say, not as I do, right? Or don't do as I say? <laughs> Boris, Boris Johnson. Ah, I don't want to say it. That's mean. <laughs> I was going to name call against Boris Johnson. He's an idiot. Okay, I just did it. But he was out there shaking hands with people at the hospital. People compare him to Trump. Trump is not like this. People think that Trump is impulsive and stuff like that. Mm, not so sure. He's not like this. Boris Johnson was shaking hands with people at the hospital, bragging about it, thinking people will be pleased to know that I continue to shake hands with everybody, including patients at the hospital, even in the midst, early times of this coronavirus thing. I think in March he was doing it. Jeffrey Shiflet says, I sent Boris a comb. <laughs> but now he's sick and in intensive care, reportedly. Suffering symptoms. And a younger, healthier-looking guy is taking over for him, and I'm not sure if this guy is solid. I don't know. And I'm not really sure that Boris is solid. Based on the stuff that he was saying, he's kind of a kiss-up to the liberal causes, too. But at least he was working on trying to deliver Brexit. Brexit being getting the UK out of the EU. I've heard speculation that this um, coronavirus thing may help break up the EU a little bit. That's nice, but it should be a sense of morality, character, freedom, nationalism, um, what's right that gets you out of, out of these things, out of these corrupt globalist socialist organizations. <laughs> I got to get to these super chats, and I, in, a, in a minute or so, I'm going to open the treasure chest, maybe more. But, so, Trump is not like that. Trump, like I've told you, is a germaphobe. He doesn't even like people sneezing in the room. We got, one of us, Nick, one of us has to play Trump yelling at a guy for sneezing inside of the Oval Office when, um, I think it was George Stephanopoulos interviewing him. I read about it. Oh, that was in the packet days ago. But I read about it, um... I think I read about this in uh, United States of Trump by Bill O'Reilly, that he is a germaphobe. He doesn't like people coughing or sneezing. I told you about my friend who uh, always covered up, his, covered up his nose and mouth like this. He's like, oh, and he covered up his nose and mouth with his, uh, his shirt collar, his T-shirt collar. Anytime somebody sneezed. And he would get mad at you for, sne <laughs> for sneezing in the same room with him, car with him. I covered my mouth, I would s sometimes tell him. He's like, no, you didn't. So, and he's Asian. I don't know if it was pre-SARS or post-SARS. It seems like it was, seems like he was like that even before SARS was a, was a traumatic thing for the Asians, right? So, that's Boris. Not, not, not as smart and... Um, wise as Trump, in my opinion. No, I mean, it's actually, that's reality. In reality, he's not as smart and wise as Trump. I don't even have to chalk that up to just opinion. So, like I said, I have been eating better, though, guys. That's cool. Um, vegetables again. I used to just always, after, like, high, in the middle of high school, I started being, eating my vegetables, and 
I kind of kept it up throughout college into um, so-called adulthood. But then when I started with Bond, it was like, um, I started going to fast food. Anyways. Anyways, let me get to these super chats. Kid, uh, Kid Combo One gave a diamond. Brandon M loves to hate Kid Combo One. All right. <laughs> they have like this beef going on, apparently. Sup, Hake says hot computer smell, which I said. Beard the Butcher refers to these people, these CNN guys, as they nerds. Yep. True. That's racist, says, show me the curvature. The earth is flat. Are you serious? That's racist? I know that a lot of people are serious about that. But to me, that's speculation, and people shouldn't get into speculation. I think that it's better to say, I don't know, than to um, start asserting these things if you don't know. Right? Um, Kid Combo One says, do two hours of hake, brother, we need it. Um, mousy face or something? An okay sign. Gorgonzola gave a diamond. Bernie, you took everything, Joe. What's going on? <laughs> oh, no. You took everything, Joe. What's going on? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Joe Biden is kind of lost. Dark Side of the Bear. What? I gotta go on her show. I'm, uh, remit. I'm delinquent. She hosts a show, too. Dark Side of the Bear, what? Pewds didn't do nothing. Wall Street beta babies to the ranch. <laughs> That's racist. Oh, it said that. I got that. Polly J gave a diamond. Thank you, Polly J. So, appreciate that, guys. Let me just double check the um, YouTube. I'm sorry, chat. Gail Manchester gave a um, Fox sticker that says, Ha, ha, ha. Thank you. Lin Yen Chin says, Lord Goodhair. Which... I'm not a fan of that name, but Lin Yen Chin, he gets a pass. What does Jesse think of inner engineering and how it relates to be still and know? He know anything about Sadguru, the Indian advocate of inner engineering? Look him up, please. Thank you for the tip, Lin Yen Chin. I don't know. El Finn says, shout out to Skip, Black Salad, Smitty, and Evgeny Cosby. Shout out to you guys. And thank you, El Finn. Lin Yen Chin, another, um, another uh, 10 Canadian dollars. Thank you, man. Academia advances. Knowing equals anecdotal equals unreliable. But memory, a.k.a. knowledge, equals infallible. They adore imagination. Interesting. Emotional, emotion divorced from reality. Fact thumpers. Fallen robots. Not giant robots. Fact checkers equal fallen robots, not giant robots. Um, by the way, um, to Lin Yen Chin, Kelly's trying to get him on. That uh, sad, sad guru. <laughs> sad guru. I, don't, I wonder if that's a pun, if he's supposed to be sad guru. Mick Smith says, be natural and fluent, Hake. Good advice, Mick Smith. Thank you, man. That's interesting feedback. Thanks. Appreciate that. That's cool. Not so purdy says, Aloha, one more hour. You know what? Yeah. Uh, soon. We just got to work out the logistics, okay? It's not just me here. I'm not, as I said, I'm not Nicholas Fuentes or, uh, or Big Bear. Dimitriov says, for some broccoli. LOL. 
I don't know what that is a reference to, but I I was eating a lot of broccoli. Fact checker, according to It's Me Christian, looks like an estrogenic prepubescent incel B-I-S-N-A-T-C-H. Hopefully, if you're a child, you didn't follow that. Appreciate that, though. Thank you. Uh, you know what? Let me just read the treasure chest results. Thank you to, I mean, congratulations to Reed Johnson, Kid Combo 1, Saved 1818, Dark Side of the Bear What, and Take Care Business Bear. And thank you to Kid Combo 1, Jen Bug, Dark Side of the Bear What, Polly J, That's Racist, Paramedic, Gorgonzola, Army Ann, thank you, Army Ann. <laughs> Looking out. Hot Computer Smell and Beard the Butcher. Man, appreciate, and the rest of you guys who gave de- li- lemons and ice cream and all those things. So, guys, let me just see. That's about it. I will see you tomorrow. Make sure you check out the church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Well, the Sunday service from yesterday that came out on Bond or Building the Man. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JLPTalk.com for JLP Talk stuff. And tomorrow, Good Friday, we will have fun. Take care.